letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830-WCCO. This is the All Local. With Monday's WCCO All Local, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include our first taste of snow, Governor Walls making it easier to get a state government job, and the first in our series behind the ballot ahead of Election Day. But we begin with the Vikings and Kirk Cousins. After an MRI has now confirmed Kirk Cousins' Achilles tendon tear, Coach Kevin O'Connell is giving an update on how the team will move forward. With Cousins presumably out now for the rest of the season, rookie backup Jaron Hall is expected to take over. O'Connell says the team will find opportunities in the hardships. It's easier said than done, quite honestly, and that's when you have to have a culture of guys that are collectively doing things together. There's there's never finger-pointing, there's never blame, deflection of criticism and all that, you know, absorb compartmentalize what you can process what you can and then we got to move forward because like I said nobody's going to feel sorry for us in any capacity he says Cousins will still be a major part of the leadership team as the Vikings push on Laura Oaks News Talk 830 WCCL Kirk Cousins done for the season and tight end TJ Hawkinson says the rest of the team needs to move forward without him Kirk's a, a huge part of our uh, team huge part of our offense um, you know just prime for him we'll see we got to just keep yeah. rolling wide receiver KJ Osborne says Cousins provided the Vikings with more than just his play at quarterback. Kirk, he's not really a rah-rah guy, but he's out there, he's yelling at us, at the receivers. You know, that we feed off that more than, you know, look at that negative. You know, he's that focused and he's that prepared and he's everything to this locker room. Jess Holby, a quarterback for Sunday's game in Atlanta, isn't 100% certain rookie Jaron Hall filled in after Cousins got hurt and completed three of four passes yesterday, but the team is expected to look for help from the outside. Al Shock, Newstock A3O, WCCO. I'm Steve Simpson. Chances are that Cousins will be able to return to play. Chances that he can return to play at all are much improved because of advances in medicine. Dr. Mark Addicts is a former NFL player who's now an orthopedic surgeon. He says Aaron Rodgers is already on his feet less than two months after suffering the same injury. They put some anchors, which are like little screws with sutures attached, into the heel bone, and then they sort of bridge the area where the Achilles was torn, and then it holds the two ends together. Because if you went in to look at an Achilles, Normally it looks like a rope, and when it tears, it honestly looks like a bowl of spaghetti. Dr. Addicts telling Vanita Sakar on the morning news that Cousins is certainly likely done for the season. Attorney General Keith Ellison and other state leaders are promoting the use of the state's new free expungement clinics today. Ellison says Minnesotans with certain nonviolent, low-level offenses now have the ability to remove convictions from their records. We are a state that believes in second chances. We're also a state that believes in accountability. We do prosecute and convict people for crimes that they commit in our state. That is what we should and must do. But part of public safety is saying that after you've done your time, after you've made rehabilitation, efforts after you've demonstrated that you deserve that chance then it should be given the expungement process is automatic starting in january of 2025 but for now minnesotans can participate in expungement clinics that will help residents clear their records sooner on a case-by-case basis laura oaks news talk 830 wcco minnesota secretary of state steve simon says he believes voters will turn out in big numbers during this year's election after routinely having the highest voter turnout in the country. 
WCCO's Taylor Rivera takes a look at the first of our five-part series, Behind the Ballot. Simon, who's been campaigning to reduce voter restrictions and promoting early voting, says the candidates on the ballot this year are likely to continue to bring people to the polls on Election Day for a variety of reasons. We may very well have candidates on the ballot who inspire very strong feelings, one way or another. It doesn't matter what political party, what political orientation, but that's just the nature of what we're dealing with, same as 2020. But when you have candidates who inspire strong feelings of either like or dislike, that's another driver of participation. Polling places will be open from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Election Day, November 7th. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. You no longer need a college degree to get a job with the state government in many cases. Governor Tim Walz signing an executive order today that eliminates college degree requirements for more than 75% of state government jobs. I'm really proud of this one. I think this is I think it's a mind shift that brings folks over and and we'll start to get the data. We have to track all this. But boy, my guess is today, if people are listening to this, that there's people actually saying, look, I'm going to give that a shot. I'm going to switch over and see. I think I can get in there now and get a job. We want you to come try. Wall says the executive order will open job opportunities for more people, expand the state's workforce, and make it easier for people in Minnesota to choose state service. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. It's out with the old and in with the new at a South Minneapolis intersection. On a chilly Sunday morning in the parking lot outside the Kmart on Lake Street, past and present mayors, council people, and others took turns slamming a sledgehammer into a wall, symbolically reopening Nicollet Avenue after nearly 50 years. Minneapolis City Council President Andrea Jenkins. We're going to build housing for residents. We're going to build community centers for young people to, to learn and to grow. We're going to have businesses. The 10-acre property will be redeveloped with the community invited to share their ideas. Construction on the project is expected to begin in 2025. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. The commute between northeast Minneapolis and the downtown area is going to be quicker now that the 3rd Avenue Bridge reopened to traffic over the weekend. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry calls the 3rd Avenue Bridge his favorite among all of those in the city. On my first walk into work as mayor and as city council member. I took this bridge right on the way to City Hall. City Council Member Michael Rainville graduated from De La Salle High School just a stone's throw from the bridge. They'd shovel the snow in dump trucks, bring them out to the middle of the bridge and dump the snow into the river to get rid of it. And there would be mufflers falling in there and the oil and dust. And now the span connecting downtown to northeast is preserved for more memories following the $130 million restoration. It took nearly three years to complete and several hundred were there for Saturday's reopening. The project also enhanced historic and artistic features while improving safety and accessibility. Al Shock, News Talk A3O, WCCO. I'm Laura Oaks. Prior Lake police say a man shot last week has now died from his injuries and charges against the suspect have been upgraded. 28-year-old Tyler Schlotfeldt-Gidney of Monticello is now charged with second-degree murder. He's accused of shooting his ex-girlfriend's new boyfriend at Spring Lake Park in Scott County Thursday afternoon. Police say the victim was shot in the femoral artery. All those leaves in your yard can cause quite the problem if not handled properly. Don't push those leaves from your yard into the street. That's part of the message from the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency, which says leaf pollution can cause major problems for Minnesota waterways. Paula Kalinowski is a hydrologist with MPCA. I think the best thing you can do is to try to keep the leaves that fall on your yard out of the street and let the city take care of the ones that are in the street or help them out by bagging those leaves and 
including them in the um, leaf collection bags that you have or that you're going to take to the compost facility. While some leaves get into lakes and streams naturally, extra leaves from our yards provide too much fertilizer, which can lead to depleted oxygen levels and harmful algal blooms. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. Finally today, a spooky winter blast is on the way just in time for Halloween. Our first measurable snowfall could be just hours away. WCCO radio meteorologist Paul Douglas says it will arrive tonight and into early tomorrow morning, potentially causing some issues on the drive into work. There's always a steep learning curve, the first snow of the season. But uh, I think it's going to be at least an inch. A few spots could get two And yes, it's going to stick, and yes, it will look like a winter wonderland. He says once the snow stops, blustery conditions will continue through the rest of Halloween, making for a chilly night for trick-or-treating. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsay Peterson, News Talk 830 WCCO.